As I mentioned, today is World Mission Sunday. And today we remember those missionaries that are going into like really developing nations and announcing the kingdom. I really love the title of this day, World Mission Sunday, particularly because of the way our world is right now. And I know people will look and have looked to, to government leaders to solve our problems. You know, we're in the middle of an election where, you know, we look to science to solve all our problems. But we realize that the only way to solve this problem, the only one who has the answers and the ability to solve our problems in our world is Jesus Christ. And so, my brothers and sisters, this World Mission Sunday, not only we need to pray for those missionaries who are going into parts of our world that have never heard the name Jesus Christ, but we also must take up the mantle as missionary disciples and see our responsibility to our part of the world, to our part of our civilization that seems equally as confused as the wider world. We need to bring about and announce the kingdom of God. So let's talk about the readings today. First of all, they try to trick Jesus with the coin, the Roman coin. And he takes the coin and he says, whose inscription's on this? They said, give to Caesar what's due to Caesar. Repay to Caesar, but give to God what's due to God. You see, the inscription, the, the mark on that coin represented the, the Roman government. My brothers and sisters, it also says, give to God what's due to God. And there's a mark on you through baptism that Jesus claims you as his own in baptism. So you, you might not be a coin, but you've been marked by Jesus. How many people here have been baptized? Whoa, you've been marked by Christ. I know what that means to be marked by Christ. It means that you become an heir through Jesus Christ's victory over sin and death to the kingdom of God in heaven. You have the hope of eternal life. But before we get there, our God, our Lord and Savior, has a mission for us. And that's only because we've been marked by him. Our soul will never be changed again. It's been marked, claimed by Christ. And with that comes a responsibility to be missionary disciples. Now, to be a missionary disciple means to follow Jesus not as a fan of Jesus. A fan of Jesus would probably be able to even quote scripture, tell us about his life when his birthday is, obviously Christmas, you know, he rose from the dead, obviously Easter. We can tell you all the facts about Jesus. Of course, we go to church and we hear the gospel message. We hear the good news proclaimed and preached on. A fan can do all of that. A disciple, a missionary disciple, all of us are missionary disciples. Hear this gospel, let it transform us, and then see our responsibility to bring that good news to others, to share that good news with others. And you might say, you know, Father, I, I can't do that. Okay, then let me talk about the second reading. St. Paul to the Thessalonians. 
This is the earliest writings that we have of the New Testament, Paul writes. It was about 20 years after, after the, the resurrection of Jesus. So you're figuring this is the year probably 53 to 55 AD. And this letter to, we heard from St. Paul to the Thessalonians today, it's, it's a very introduction to them, it's the beginning of the letter. But what was happening with this, this community is first of all, they were called church very quickly. They were doing the things that the gospel was proclaiming very quickly. They were out healing the sick. They were raising the dead. They were serving the poor. They were doing things very quickly. They were a, they were a church. They were a community. And for people that these were pagans, they didn't know the gospel of Jesus Christ, except Paul went in and started preaching. But then he says this, my brothers and sisters. Remember, it was just more than words. For our gospel did not come to you in word alone. It wasn't just the, the words that were coming out of Paul and his, his followers' mouths, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with so much conviction. Now, this, this group of people became a church real quick, and they started doing the things that's expected as missionary disciples. They started announcing the kingdom. They started healing the sick. They started raising the dead. They started bringing good news to the poor. You know, they're doing everything the gospel is demanding of them. And they're doing it quickly. And they were called a church. But it was more than the words of the apostle. It was the power of God, of the Holy Spirit that was going there before. It was the power of God that, that was convicting them, that was moving them. It was the power of the Holy Spirit that was empowering them to go and do what the church is supposed to be doing. So I look out at this congregation today, and I, I recognize so many of your faces, and I know God is working mightily in your, your lives, and I know you've participated in the mission of the church faithfully. But I'm not, I'm not only speaking to you, but everybody in this church, that God particularly in our world today, in our area today, we're in a new season. We're in a new era. Things are crazy. And we need missionary disciples right here, right now, in the same power of the Holy Spirit. So don't get nervous and say, well, I don't have the ability to do this. St. Paul didn't have the ability. He says it wasn't his words that convinced them to become church and do what was supposed to happen. It was the grace of God, it was the power of the Holy Spirit that obviously God sent there in Thessalonians. It was the power of God, the Spirit of God, that convicted their hearts, and they rose up in a very challenging time, like our time. Very challenging time says, we can do this, we can be church. My brothers and sisters, our world right now needs us to rise to the occasion, to be the church Christ has called us to be. And we need to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit to do this. We need to, wherever we go into to our families, we need to pray the grace of God goes there before us. And you have the power to call that down on your family. When we go into our neighborhoods to, to witness and, and care for our neighbors, then we need to be calling down the power of God, power of his Holy Spirit on that neighborhood and you have the power to do that. You got that indelible mark of a Christian through baptism. 
when we go into work, you know, we need to ask the grace of God to go there before us and send the Spirit of God before us, right? So we can announce the kingdom in our workplaces by word and example. Yeah, my brothers and sisters, we have the power right now in this crazy world. It's not just going to be our words. It's going to be the power of God that we have this indelible mark on our, our, our soul that made us a Christian to announce this kingdom. And so, my brothers and sisters, we do it with joy. We do it with confidence because of what Jesus has done for us we can announce this good news to others. So I ask you to bow your heads and let us pray. Lord God, I, I thank you for all who are gathered here in this church this morning and all who are home watching this on live stream. Lord God, I thank you for their lives. I thank you for, for their witness. And for all who have participated as missionary disciples, Lord, I thank you. And Lord God, I ask you even now, everyone, that you send your spirit upon us, that we may be the missionary disciples. Lord God, we ask you to send your spirit upon us that you will use us. We give you permission, Lord God, to use us to announce your kingdom, to care for the poor, the needy, the, the abandoned, Lord God, that we may be church quickly and change this hurting world. In a special way, Lord God, we pray for all missionaries throughout the world today. Lord God, give them the grace of your spirit and wherever they go, may your grace be there to meet them, that they may proclaim you to the glory of God the Father. And we pray this, Lord Jesus, in your holy name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.